1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
0: Kick off your future with the law firm of Kondori and Murad. They are the official g show sponsor. They'll help protect your assets, update your will, and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys. Visit kmlawyers.com. Mention the show. Get a discount. That's kmlawyers.com. Remember, 106.7 The Fan's merch shop is open. You can get 106.7 The Fan gear at 106.7TheFanShop.com. We've got a nice selection of men's and women's shirts and hoodies, coffee mugs, and a lot of other options as well. The perfect gift, 1067thefanshop.com. Go check it out. Uh, Danny, you remember Kelvin Harmon? Wide receiver. From UNC? NC State. NC State. Close enough. 30-catch, 365-yard rookie season. Mm -hmm. Then an injury. Injury, never really got back, was kind of chasing the next few years in his career, a roster spot. He's on the Defenders roster I saw today. Is that right? For the D.C. Defenders, they have a training camp coming up. He's trying to make their team, trying to make a comeback. But I didn't remember that. He caught 30 balls for almost 400 yards as a rookie. I would have taken the under on both of those it was numbers.
2: A, it was a nice beginning of the career, and then I remember he was hurt in the offseason or hurt yeah. in training camp or something, mean OTAs. I can't remember what it was, but it was one of those, oh, damn, you just feel for the guy. And it was like once he was off that, that sort
0: of track, he was out of the plants. 30 for 365 is not a huge deal, but that's not that different than like the Jahan Dotson numbers early in his career. Yeah. I'm not saying the two were comparable. Dotson's film was way, 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 way more explosive and better. One of those guys was a first round pick, but think about it. Kelvin Harmon was the 206th pick in his draft. Yeah. He was A sixth round pick. I liked him because he'd been really productive in the ACC. A couple 70 catch years for a yard, mm-hmm. uh, seasons for a thousand yards. But, yeah, uh, pretty cool to see some of the familiar names. There's always a, you know, a few NFL players trying to make comebacks or who are out of the league trying to fight their way back. But defenders put out their roster today. He was on it. That is cool. Hope that's that, those are the guys that I have a, a secret soft spot for. You
2: know, the I mean, obviously everybody's trying to pursue their dream. I'm all in favor of that. But it's the dude that went through the ringer and was like this close. You know what I mean? Like he he was in the league with catches. You know their stats. If you go to Pro Football Reference, Calvin Harmon is there, dude. And trying to work his way back into the league. I'm I'm rooting for him.
0: I posted a poll earlier today. I've done that one or two times You were a poll guy. That is true. The poll I posted, based on the first conversation we had on the show today, should something be done to mitigate court and field storming at the collegiate level? Yesterday, around the country, there was a pretty big conversation around court storming because one of Duke's best players sprained his ankle or knee, it looked like, got banged up by Wake Forest fans storming the floor. There are conferences, as Danny pointed out earlier today, that fine the schools for allowing it to happen. It's not like it's welcomed by the rules in every mm-hmm. conference, but very little's done to crack down on it, especially in the ACC where Wake stormed the floor. There's no fines. They didn't get in any trouble. I've got over 1,000 votes so far. It was a yes or no question. Uh-huh. Should something be done to mitigate court and field storming at the college level. What do you think the majority of people said? The majority of
2: people said no. They they're like, encourage it more and, and have motorized walkways
0: for people to get down on the court faster. This is probably the first time this has happened with over a thousand votes on a poll I've done. Exactly 50-50. <laughs> yes and no. Wow. 50% of people are saying yes, do something to make it stop. 50% are saying no. It's perfectly fine and reasonable that kids should be able to storm the court. And there's arguments, obviously, in the in the comments oh, as yeah. well. But you want to know why it's such a good hot button kind of topic of conversation and people are so passionate about it? There's an indicator. Literally 50-50, the response with over 1,000 people chiming in. That's pretty wild, by the way. <laughs> that's that close. Because
2: I will say this. That's progress. Because years ago... Whenever we did this, because again, so, there was some other incident. I can't remember what it was, which, which, probably a decade thing now. yeah, the it wasn't, we were the, we were by far in the minority. The discourse on this has changed where you, both coaches, by the way, obviously John Shire, his player got hurt, so he's probably aggrieved. You could dismiss that. The Wake Forest coach is like, yeah, I'm not a fan of it really. The ACC commissioner, I think, was on record as saying he didn't love this. So now you all of a sudden have some momentum where we go, oh, wait, it's worse than it was. It's not just, Everybody gets off the floor or you come down for a buzzer beater, it's now, did you beat Duke? So you storm the damn court, right? It's now conference games, even among teams that have had excellent programs, if you win, you storm the court. It's it's more than it used to be. It used to be reserved for the like, you beat the the number one and you're two and thirteen in conference and you beat the number one team in America on a buzzer beater. Okay, now you storm the court. Now it's like, is it a Tuesday night? Did your team win? See you on the court, you know? There's a little bit of
0: that for sure. I've never been huge on the rules of who should and shouldn't. I have a buddy who once wrote like a 50-pronged, you know, <laughs> really? like follow the flow chart, you know. If you satisfy these requirements, then go to the next one. and Eventually, all the way down at the bottom, it says you could storm the court. But it's based on like the ranking of the team you beat, your, you being bad enough. Like there, it's a very small runway to put a plane down on. And if, if that, those are the, the unwritten rules and he wrote them, mm-hmm. then it, would, <laughs> yes, we it, it would cut down on court storming because a lot of them would, you know, no longer happen anyway because it just wouldn't be as prevalent. I just think it should be banned. And then the question becomes, how do you actually do that? I don't have a good answer. I think you've got to up security. I also think just by banning it helps. Like, do you agree with this theory? Saying that something's not allowed will prevent some people from doing it. Not everyone, but some people. Then there's got to be ramifications, obviously. Mm -hmm. If you do it anyway, you get in trouble. But I I don't have a good comp, but like, I mean, smoking is illegal when you're not 18 years old. Obviously, a lot of people smoke cigarettes. You you work in a restaurant, you you go out and throw away a trash bag, and four of the people that you work with, some of them aren't 18, are, are smoking cigarettes, right? I still think there are people out there, but you could say, well, that doesn't stop anyone. I think there are definitely people who didn't because it was illegal or, or was like, you know, who had a, a feeling about right. weed or something else. I think if you just say, this is not allowed, it is banned, that's a productive start. I don't have a, a perfect fix. I'm not telling you I can prohibit court storming for the rest of time in college sports forever. What I know is we're not doing anything about it. So if you do nothing about it, well, then nothing will happen. It'll... We'll just have court storming. If you say it's banned, if you up security, if you late in games, uh, maybe start putting something up around the floor, if you make an attempt to, to get the visiting team off the floor, I think there's a lot of things yeah. you can do to at least make the situation less dangerous.
2: So this is a, a philosophical argument for how people approach things in life, by the way. This is not just with sports. This is in general. If you go, if you're the type of person, and I argue with people all the time including people very close to me who i love very much who, who who matter to me well that doesn't fix everything it doesn't solve the whole problem then i go okay but you're acknowledging that there's a marginal improvement there's at least some step that's better than it was before right whatever this is forget about storming the court whether you like it don't like it or, or otherwise if you if we all agree that it's a problem we certainly don't yet but if we did Making a rule is a step. Does that solve everything? Of course it doesn't. Nobody's naive. Nobody's stupid. The same way I I sped on the way to work today. Okay? I did. I went a little bit faster than the speed limit sign says. But like I didn't go 110. I didn't go, I didn't Jason Worth this thing on Georgetown Pike. Like you see what I mean? Like there's there are there are rules. There are governors in place for this. So if you wanna, if you really wanted to crack it down, then you position somebody every 15 feet. Or, you know what I mean? Like every every 150 yards, there's another officer sitting there with a radar gun looking at you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you if this is something you're determined to stop, you take steps to try to stop it. Can you fix everything? Of course you can. Someone's gonna get by. Occasionally it's gonna happen. But if it's a priority, then
0: you make attempts. You well, try. My point is, it, it should be a priority, and for a lot of the schools, it isn't. Now, part of the pushback you'll hear. This is not me blaming someone who's making you know x amount of dollars an hour to to, to sit there in a in that role, and and you know, I, I'm not yelling at them because they didn't stop hundreds of kids, and it, that's a thankless job, by the way. It's also a job where if you try to stop a kid, you get yelled at. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen some of the viral oh, clips of, of the security guards that are, like, standing on the field. Someone tries to run by, and the guy, like, pushes them or shoves them or tackles them or whatever it is that they do. So, like, I'm not sitting here blaming them in mm-hmm. any way. But I think if it was a priority, pe- people always say, well, you can't have enough security to stop 20,000 people. Why not? We do it in the—how prefer- how is it possible— that that doesn't happen at the professional level. Do you think that would just be allowed to happen? It is this grandfathered in tradition, the idea that it's okay. I'm saying we have to change the idea that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay in the NBA. You can't even yell at players barely without them stopping and coming over. And yeah, Le- LeBron will point to get you it. ejected from the stadium. Durant was coming on the floor. I think someone called him a B or something, and he walked over and basically confronted them. And I give him a lot of credit, by the way. Not that he confronted them. I, I would have ideally just liked to have seen him, you know, keep walking and go play basketball. But Oh, that's crazy. Um, but he came over and confronted them, and mm-hmm. then when they tried to kick him out, he was like, nah, don't kick them out. Like, let them continue to be here. At some point it became like, you're a punk if you, uh, l- like, let someone curse at you. N- that Players are punks if they, like, don't respond to the fans you do realize fans have been screaming things at players forever. I'm not saying the players are the bad guys. I'm just saying we have completely seen that. This is part of, I think, the player empowerment era and some mm-hmm. of that stuff where it's like, I'm not just here to be cursed at by a fan. Well, okay, we're going to stop the game and you're going to go over and like have a chin wag with this person. I don't know, man. Maybe just let's let's do our best to ignore it. If they say something horrendous, like there's a line there, they say something that's, like, super racially insensitive or, uh, you know, talking terribly about a fallen family member or something. I I, I, I can work in the gray areas. Sure. I, I've got some nuance to this. But just like, hey, loser, you know, some of the stuff that people say sometimes is so ridiculous. Remember when Isaiah Thomas, he was with the Wizards, like, went into the crowd, and somebody was like, why'd you go into the crowd? And he's like, uh oh, he called me a name, and I went over there, and then he told me. He's sorry, man. I, you're on my fantasy team. And that was about it. Like, no, just go play basketball. Yeah,
2: do the best. Ba- just go to skip to the basketball part. I'm with you. The But I guess ultimately, for I, I got to keep, I, I come back to this one part about court strumming. When we did this a long time ago, I keep referencing that. I don't remember what exact one it was. Call it 10 years because we've been on the air about 10 years. The argument was that it was potentially dangerous. You couldn't even get people to admit to that. Now that we've had enough incidents, again, I, Caitlin Clark, uh, the center from Duke, the Pittsburgh um, uh, Panthers player who got punched in 2003. Back then, there was another alleged incident here or there. They're, like you're, it's a tinderbox.
0: Aren't you stunned that there hasn't been like a real melee? A thousand, a thousand percent, yes. How, how not? Don't you give the college athletes so much credit? An
2: enormous amount, so. But it's not, it's not even them that's that's, that's a, where it's amazing because these guys have already played such high level tournaments and have done so many millions of things with people screaming at them. It's the drunk buffoon who's going, "I got a free shot at," you know, uh, you know, th- thinking as a Maryland fan growing up. The number of times I would have loved to have thrown a forearm shiver as an adolescent to whatever Duke guy ruined everything for me a million times over, and if Maryland beats someone, like Steve Blake hits a buzzer beater, and I get a chance to go, you know, put an elbow to the ribs of Jay Williams on the way by to uh, celebrate with my my buddies because I'm hammered, I'd do that. Now this is 15, 16 year old me who's an idiot. But you see what I'm saying, like. I'm amazed there haven't been more of those kinds of things. I know everybody wants to celebrate, but it's also like, that dude's tormented me. There's a reason I'm storming the court. They're better than me. I got a chance to give them a little shiver. I'll do that. I'm amazed there haven't been more of those things. Wow. So if we all agree, and we don't yet, but we're on the way, that this is incendiary. This is a it, one of those, like, it's kindling. It could catch fire. You could have worse things than have happened before. This needs to be addressed. Now you're starting to get people to recognize, okay, it is, but what are you going to do about it? it, it we've come a long way. We're not where we need to be at.
0: And the reason fans don't go after the players more, it, you going after 6'5"? Athlete? I mean, for the majority of the time, the fan yep. is a goofball who looks like me when I was at George Mason. Uh-huh. That's most of the time. Now, you might have some big kids, but generally speaking. A couple of my teammates are probably doing, doing more of the shivers than I would have. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this was Jay Billis today on ESPN talking about court storming.
1: The truth is nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it. And it's going to go away and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted
0: to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators would tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the
1: court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, 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 the fans feel like it's an entitlement and the universities like it. And the truth is we like it.
0: I don't want anybody arrested. I, I guess on a scale of though... Should that be in play versus just allowing this to happen unfettered moving forward? I guess, but here's the problem: it's just not practical. It's like you bust a party and there's 400 people there. Well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We're putting everyone in what do they call those wagons? In paddy wagon, Paddy wagons, and we're driving them all downtown. That's not happening. There are thousands of kids at, at you know in some of these places, hundreds of kids only, but they're not all getting arrested. I just think if if you start today and you go, this is now banned. Mm-hmm. If you do this, you can't come back. How you legislate some of these things, I haven't figured it all out yet. I just know that if you make an attempt, you can do something. There will be fewer of them. There will be fewer people running down. You have more security. You have more uh, obstacles for them to get on the floor, whether that's you know rope that's up or a stanchion or mm-hmm. something, so they have to be funneled into one area where you can— do a better job, King Leonidas, and the 300 in the narrow passageway, <laughs> <Right>. kind of <laughs> fighting them off as they run onto the floor. But what we're currently doing is nothing. finding programs in some conferences when it happens, rarely, in those programs, because they're really good schools and they don't storm the court very often. That doesn't seem to be stopping anything. What percent of people do you think, think it's a problem? I mean, on my little poll here, it's literally 50-50. In terms of people that think something should be done. But just of college basketball fans, I would say the majority of them are actually pro court students. They're they're beyond in favor of it. And therein it. lies why it is yeah. allowed to happen. Let's go to Doyle and Richmond on Grant and Danny. How are you, Doyle? Hey, good. What's up? Buddy.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh Grab helped me
0: get my key out of that car after the show on oh, that Friday night. Yeah, there you go, man. What's you know, up? Yeah,
2: you know who this is. <laughs> well, so
0: he, yeah. so he came to the Bethesda Theater and watched 106.7 The Fan versus versus HD2. 106.7 The Fan HD2. And Doyle, we saw him after the show, and he had lost his key. He didn't oh, know where man. it was anywhere. And then, lo and behold, it was in his car all along. I sat him on the car seat when I uh, took uh, B. Mitch and Doc's pictures out of
2: there. I didn't want to forget them. I forgot my key. My man. You got the important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, if they really wanted to stop the court storming, the only thing I could figure is they'd have to put up
0: something like around uh, a hockey, hockey rink. That's the only thing
2: I could really the see. The boards or like a net or something? I
0: don't think you need to do that. I mean, you could have something come up from the floor around the the court, like at the end of the game. I'd rather not. I mean, They don't have that for the NBA. No one takes to the court. You know you're not allowed. If you do, you get in big, big trouble. We do this every night yep. playing basketball all around the country. It's it is done constantly. Now there I know it's not, I know it's
2: not the same. Like if the Wizards who were, who wouldn't be making the NCAA tournament if it, if it was an equivalent if they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, who, you know the two seed in the in the West, it still would never occur to anybody to storm the court for a million reasons. But I don't know. It's a I, I understand your point. Like there are so many leagues where we just don't do it and we don't. It's it doesn't occur to us to. But it's like, ah, it's the college kids. It's fine. Well, where does that come from? It's that, it's that everybody's hammered drunk, right? Everyone's, like, so hopped up, and this is their their big release. Yeah.
0: It sounds cute in theory, but it's, it, it is dangerous. Chris on Twitter said, why not address the fact on air that in both recent cases it was the player-initiating contact and flopping? You acted like poor Filipowski and Clark got trampled when you should now recognize... What the majority does, that these players and their purposeful acts are at fault. So, a couple of things. Number one, the, the fans shouldn't be on the floor, in my opinion. You are, whether you agree with it or not, Chris, at risk. I'm Philipowski. I am uh, Simba, and and you know the uh, what are, what's the animal that are stampeding in Lion King. The, uh, the rhinos? No, no. What are they? Hippos? Like elk or something. The gazelles? Uh, I'll, I'll, gazelles, maybe. I'll, I'll I'll try another analogy. You're at risk, man. You're standing in the middle of the floor, and a bunch of people who have been booing you and yelling at you and cursing at you and screaming at negative things at you all day are now running at you, like the scene from Game of Thrones where Jon Snow. There got we his go. The Battle of the Bastards. And all the dudes are running at him. Yeah. You've seen the meme. That's what's happening. So, yeah, maybe if someone gets within two feet of me and is, like, gawking in my face, he doesn't knock them over or anything, but I might kind of get him out of my way and make sure, okay, I'm bracing for contact. The donk right behind him shoves him in the back, by the way. So, did they get hurt because they were the aggressor? First of all, I don't necessarily think they were the aggressor. I think people were coming into their personal space. They were probably bothered and annoyed that they were in their office and someone came running into it. If I'm sitting here on, on at the studio and a bunch of people came running in here right now,
2: I might be a little defensive.
0: I would be like, Oh, I got to get out of here. And I would just, if I have to knock some people over while I'm doing it, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Th- think of
2: a major league baseball player playing center field and some, and some yuts comes, you know, sprinting on They're running around. He goes to give him a, a, a shiver or knock him down. And then he hurts himself. It's like, he's the aggressor right there. No, no, no a trespasser, a violator, a lawbreaker came running into the dojo. You don't you you lose your privileges. Stay there. away from me. Yeah, it's super simple.
0: Don't so, do that. Uh, he acted uh he asked me and someone else did as well or maybe this was just the other tweet. You know, Filipowski may not be as hurt as originally thought, does that change anything? No. No, like I don't care if he got hurt or not. I don't care if he was the aggressor or he isn't. The word I was looking for by the way from Al on Twitter, well done. Wildebeests. Wildebeests. The Wildebeests. Looking for Wildebeests there. Were stampeding, and poor little Simba was trying to get out of the way.
2: The analogy I use— Great reference, by you. the way. The analogy I, I, I use is, this is a little bit morbid, and I'm sure it hits close to home for somebody, but you could drive drunk and get away with it. Because you got home safe doesn't mean it was the right thing to do. See what I'm saying? Like the, the What you're saying is, well, th-
0: I made it that time, so there's no problem. There's absolutely a problem. You should not be driving a taxi off the floor. Right, that's I, what it is. Here, it's so simple to me professionals are paid so much money that I expect more from them as it pertains to getting into fights with fans, arguing with fans. When Marcus Smart shoved that guy, I don't remember all the details, but I want to say he was like a Texas Tech donor, and he like was by the floor, and Marcus Smart shoved him. Oh, yeah. I think he played at Oklahoma State. He did. And like they were going back and forth. That was a bad thing for Marcus Smart, and it was a bad look. He's a college kid. College kids sometimes, including me and you when we were college kids, totally. do regrettable dumb things, and they're not professionals. Now, we now pay them, so maybe the, the heavier lies the crown. I don't know. But here's my point. In the professional ranks, there's a little more expectation of decorum and how to act when you're being trolled and violated. And that's part of why I am kind of annoyed with where we're going with, like, kicking people out who yell, you're a loser, if, in fact, the bar gets to that point. hmm but in college, this 19-year-old, not really a amateur anymore, probably. He might be getting some money to be taking <laughs> yeah. part in this game. But this 19-year-old just had his heart ripped out, just had this awful thing happen where his team lost that they were clearly supposed to win, just had the worst thing that's happened to him in a while, and a bunch of people who may or may not be drunk purposefully are running up to and trolling him. What could possibly go wrong? We're just all signing up for this thing. And and a lot of people say, well, if he does something, that's on the player. He shouldn't hit them. Yeah, you're right. He shouldn't. Also, why are we playing with fire? Why are we purposefully putting these young people in this terrible situation that is completely avoidable? John's in Arlington. What's up,
1: John? What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. How are um, you about? So... I went to Wake Forest, um, and uh, so first, we obviously should not have stormed the court because we were favored by two and a half points in the game. So someone else Um, brought this up. I I love that point. I I, I love that.
0: I thought they were dogs because I I looked at the game and bet it on FanDuel, and I thought I had Wake catching a couple points.
1: Well, me and my buddies were all laughing because we were like, we won't take this. Are you kidding me? I can't believe they're favoring us. So two and a half points, we were favorites. And by the way, that campus is immaculate.
0: I was there this year. What a gorgeous campus that is!
1: Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So we, we used to do this when I was there too. I was there when Chris Paul was there, and we honestly we do it too frequently. We should never do it, right? It's it's kind of it's kind of lame, right? Because we're never that we're never that much of an underdog, even though we kind of have sucked lately. Um, regardless of that, uh, I, you know, I think that's that's why we shouldn't have done it. Now, I will say, I think the reason people feel more comfortable doing this in college than they do in the pros is that. The students, their peers, are the ones playing, and mm-hmm. they feel like a part of it, and they feel like a part of them. And so I think they're more comfortable because there's not quite the supremacy that exists between the players and the patrons in this case, right, because they're kind of more their peers. So that's point one. Point two, and then I'll I'll, I'll get off and you guys can react. Philipowski is not hurt. He was never hurt. He flopped. And I only think, and you say you don't care, about whether he is or isn't hurt. Okay, fine. And you, you're welcome to your view on whether you should or shouldn't, which I agree, you shouldn't uh, storm the court. Regardless, uh, he was flopping, and I think the only reason we're talking about this is because he's hurt. And we wouldn't be talking about it with this fake level of outrage if he hadn't done the Duke thing, which is to flop and be lame. <laughs> That's a good I'll, bit. I'll I love that bit. No, no the bias
0: cap. whatsoever, it sounds like. No, today we're talking about it because – he got, and I'll use air quotes. Hurt. I don't know that it was a flop. You're saying it is. That's the first I've heard that. Regardless, again, I don't. I've, I've been saying this for years. Whenever I see court storming, but you're I point right. At it it's an go, avenue to talk about. I'm it. Leo in the meme where I'm just pointing and I'm drinking a, a drink and I'm going, "That's stupid." There's Why been, are we doing this? There's again? been an average of
2: three court storms per month. Over the last like handful of uh,
0: of years, all across college basketball, yeah. So, so
2: you're right. We're talking about
0: this because this is a high profile yeah, one. Fe- well, not only that, the fear is like if we knew, if you knew right now, no one will ever get hurt. No one will ever get no fight. No, you know, nothing bad will ever happen. Mm-hmm. Well, then you and I wouldn't care. Then I wouldn't care. The whole point is someone might get hurt, and then we saw someone on national TV get hurt. So yes, that's part of why everyone's talking about it. My point is whether he got hurt or not, someone will. So if you're saying he faked it or, you know, whatever, fine. Someone's going to get landed on, stepped on. Someone is going to pull something, be out for the tournament. It is absolutely going to happen. Or someone's just going to get dropped. Someone's going to get punched. Someone's going to get knocked out. It's going to happen. There's no way that it wouldn't. Let's get you a Caps power play. And you definitely can't storm the court if you're a favorite. All right? You, that, let's just get that out of the way. I don't care if they're number eight and you're not ranked. It's Tim Duncan's school, man. Favorite, man. Chris Paul went there. Come on, guys. Such a good player. Uh, Capitals. Senators. Tonight, game 57 for the good guys. Home game number 29 on the season, 14, 9, and 5 at Capital One Arena. I know a portly bearded fella. He's got two thumbs. They're pointing at himself right Who is now. It? Either side of this microphone. Who is it? He will be there tonight. A couple question marks from a health standpoint, including Anthony Manta, who got banged up at the end of the game. And the Caps sure are running low on healthy bodies right now. This would be a big two points for them. And frankly, they're at a point now where you just got to beat teams like this. Ottawa's not particularly good. They're they're very average, 53 points on the season. You have to find a way to win this game.
2: They've won two straight, talking about the Ottawa Senators. But uh, if you'd like to go anywhere, you got to harvest your nuts right here.
0: Shout out to Ancient Philosopher Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan. On harvesting your nuts. For Daris, who beat Jeff Walker 42 to 3 in Madden. It's almost more insulting that he only got that he got three. You Over know what I mean? The weekend. Yeah. Why did you allow him to get three, Daris? What happened on that drive?
2: Uh, it was one of the first two drives of the game. And it was my first time playing Jeff. So whenever I'm playing someone for the first time, it takes me a little bit to like feel the person out, you know, trying to. See if he can handle my zone defense. I guess you felt defenses. about out okay then. Huh? Uh, yeah, you yeah. I would say out. ultimately we figured it out.
0: Was he as bad as it sounds like he was? It's okay. You can say. Jeff's <laughs> my guy. But yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was. He's a, it was pretty Bad. He's pretty bad. Yeah. He just, he just doesn't get it. I haven't played Madden in like five years. What would the spread be for me versus Jeff? If I were to tell you, I used to be pretty good at Madden, but it's been a while. I. Because of the lack of experience,
2: the recent experience for you, I'd favor him, but I'd only give him like one point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh
0: that I is wanna, so I mean. I want to play him so bad. That is mean. For Daris mm. and our show meteorologist, Ryan Clary, Grant and Danny saying so long. By the way, start of the show tomorrow, we'll have all the details for you, so tune in right at two. But Adam Peters, the general manager of the commanders, is coming on this radio show midweek. Hell yeah. Chance it's tomorrow, chance it's Wednesday. We'll know for sure at 2 o'clock tomorrow. But Adam Peters will be on with us, so make note of that. Thanks for listening. Back at it at 2. Thank you for coming. Why? Why? If you Why? have
2: T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
1: Why? Why?
2: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why?